Sayre. We're just having a chat here about what it means to be prudent. And I'm thinking about this because God dropped a verse in my heart that I want to minister to you. And it's from Proverbs 8, verse 12. And it says, I, wisdom, dwell with prudence to find knowledge and discretion. And I think if you're like me, all of us, we need knowledge and I need discretion. I need to know some things that I should do and shouldn't do, learning how to be discreet, learning how to have knowledge, and using wisdom and prudence together. So I want to encourage you that you should get on the phone and call and ask for prayer because I guarantee you that you need wisdom. I can tell you this right now. You probably need wisdom in at least one of these areas, wisdom in your relationships, wisdom in your finances, probably some wisdom potentially in your health, wisdom in decisions you've got to make, wisdom with your employer, or wisdom on school. We all need wisdom. So get on the phone. I tell you right now, we want to pray for you. Get on the website. We like to pray for you. Because there's not a person watching, I believe with all my heart, that doesn't need more wisdom in their life, prudence, knowledge, and discretion. Wouldn't you agree, Mom? I agree, and I want that in yeah, my life. Yeah. And Proverbs 31 is a woman with prudence. Yep. So we say, that's a wise woman. Oh, Mom. Yes. This morning I was reading, oh, this was really good. I was reading in Proverbs, and it talks about the, a wise woman. Yes. And listen to this, a wise wife. It says in Proverbs 12, verse 4, an excellent wife is a crown to her husband. Yes. But she who shames his wife, his, her husband is rottenness to his bones. Do you know that we sometimes, if we're not careful, our culture, our society mm -hmm. easily shames men, right. easily shames right. our husbands. I mean, this, and it says here, when the wife does that, it's rottenness in his bones. Doesn't work well. Doesn't. Maybe you need to call for your marriage. Right. Yeah, call in. Totally. Because maybe mm -hmm. you're doing some things that yep. you, and sometimes we're so blind about these things. Mm -hmm. Let the Holy Spirit really show you and not just him or her. You know, I'm saying we always want to put it on the other person. Blame somebody else and not yeah, take responsibility <laughs> yeah. and not learn and grow. That's true. And that's not what Proverbs is all about. Proverbs is all about helping us get wise, right. make better decisions, be, be prudent, have discretion and knowledge. That's all super, super, super helpful stuff. But you know, Mom, I think in order to have wisdom and all of that, um, we have to have visions in our life. We, we have do. to have dreams. We have to know where we're going, what we want right. to do. We need to have some future thoughts in our mind. Otherwise, sometimes the present can get really cloudy and murky. Proverbs says, without a vision, the people perish. Mm -hmm. So perish is to put to confusion. So I think to have dreams gives us goals and directions in our life. And I've, you know, you talk to street people and want to minister to them. You say, where would you like to go? I don't know. Where have you been? I don't remember. You know, what's the problem here? No vision or dream. And I really believe your visions and dreams connect you to God. Because visions, I believe, direction, Holy Spirit talking to us gives direction in our lives. And sometimes those are very hidden and need to be brought out by the Holy Spirit. I mean, you press it down because you think it could never happen. But Sarah, tell us how this happened. Right. And, you know, there's some really cool, cool examples in the Bible of people who had dreams in their heart or visions right, in their heart, right. and it didn't seem possible. I mean, you can go down the list. You remember Joseph, you know, he right. has those dreams, you know, the sun and the moon or the stars and the moon bow down, the sheaves bow down, and it's like, that's ridiculous. That'll never happen. And dreams and visions, Abraham 
perfect example. Go out right. and count the stars. Your descendants will be like them, and you know, you're past your age of childbearing. You know, dreams and visions. But I believe that God puts those in our heart because He's the God of the impossible. And He keeps the supernatural cooking in us. Mm -hmm. And a lot of times I think we think that's just too good to be true. Mm. That's why I like the story of the Shunammite woman. Right. You know, she was a woman of means. This is in 2 Kings 4. This will really encourage you with hidden dreams sometimes that we just think that could never happen. And this woman's very wealthy, very well to do. And a prophet would come through, Elisha, on a regular basis. And so she would feed him. And then she began to really see he had a need and she built a room for him to sleep in. And it even tells us what they put in the room for him. You know, it had a lamp, had a bed, had a stool, so she provided well for him. Now, what was God doing and what is God doing in your dreams? Was God preparing her to have a dream come to pass? And I think that sowing is going to bring out the material, what can I say, realization of her dream. And she sowed in that prophet's life, fed him every time he came through, she and her husband, you know, built a room for him, furnished it nicely, and then what happened? Some very major miracles. But you know, Mom, I believe there are people watching right now who have dreams in their heart. Right. And some of those dreams are secret, hidden dreams right. that you think, oh, it's just too good to be true. Right. And if, you're, if that describes you, you know, it's too good to be true. I could never be, and you hear some of this, but you still have that dream in your heart. You're like, oh, I'd love to do this. I'd love to be this. I'd love to go do this. I'd love to have this in my life. Just get on the phone right now. We want to pray for you that God would help you walk, walk the path into those dreams, into the visions that he puts in your heart. Get on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you that God would encourage you with those dreams and visions that he has put in your heart. But sometimes, Mom, I find that myself, I don't know if this is true for anybody else, but I find sometimes my own dreams are not necessarily the same as God's dreams. True. And I remember when I was growing up and I was playing basketball, had a dream in my heart that I wanted to go to college and play basketball. And I remember trying really hard. I went to a basketball camp in San Diego. Remember right, that? Right, I remember. And uh, I was all dialed in, working really hard, you know, and I'd practice hours and hours. I was really into it. And I remember it's dream in my heart. I believe God can help me. God. But I remember talking to one of the camp counselors there, and he's like, what do you want to do? I said, I want to play college basketball. And he said to me, he said, you'll never play. I was like, what do you mean? You can't say that. You're not supposed to say that. He said, no, you have a lot of heart. You just don't have the talent. You don't have the skill for it. And I was like, well, you know, I'll make it, you know. And, but it wasn't God's, that wasn't a God dream. That was right. a Sarah dream. Right. And I never did really play college basketball. And you can say, well, you just didn't try hard enough. You didn't, I did try. And I did believe and I did have faith. But it was a Sarah dream and not a God dream. And God has visions for us. Yeah. That's why when we really connect with him, a lot of these desires that are in our heart and hidden even, he put them there because only he can bring them to pass. And I love what happens here because one day Elisha says to his servant, how can we bless these people? They're so good to us. They just so in our lives. And Gehazi said, well, she would like a child. It was kind of a hidden dream, but her husband is very old. So the circumstances say she can't have one. So he calls the woman in and says, you're going to have a child a year from this time. And she said, oh, oh, I, that dream is dead. Don't just tell me that it won't happen. And maybe you're feeling that way. 
I've got some dreams that are hidden that just haven't come to pass, and I'd like for you to call, because I have some dreams. I know Sarah does. I'm sure you do that are kind of just kind of pushed down, but oh, you'd love to see God bring those to pass. Hey, he has some wonderful ways to bring that to pass. So call us, just briefly tell us what those dreams are, and we'll pray. That's right, and this woman, I mean, she was a really cool woman. She had a relationship yes. with Elisha, and it looks like a pretty good, consistent, stable right. relationship. And uh, I think that when Elisha heard, you know, that she wants a baby, that was really moving to him because she had already, like you said, sown into his life and had invested right. and, and had developed a relationship. And I think that's so important in our walk with God, that yeah. God is not necessarily a sugar daddy just up there to kind of give you what you want. God's in our lives for a personal relationship with us, right. not just to kind of be detached and kind of answer solutions and all, but God is very relational. And if you don't have a personal relationship with Jesus, then really I would say this is why you're watching this program today is to have a personal relationship with Jesus because that's where dreams and visions start from God is in that personal relationship with Jesus. So I just invite you to pray with me now. Let's invite Jesus into our heart and you say, well, I've already done that. Well, let's do it again because I say it never hurts to ask Jesus to come into our lives. We need him in our lives more and more and more every single day. Mom, I find the more of Jesus I have in my heart and in my life, the better, the bigger, the stronger the dreams and the faith Dream. that I have for the those faith dreams. for the dreams. Yep, yes, yep. So absolutely. Let's just pray right now and ask Jesus into our hearts. Dear Jesus, and say this with me. Dear Jesus, thank you for coming and dying on the cross. I'm sorry for the wrong things that I've done. Please come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior from this moment for the rest of my life. Help me to live out your dreams, vision, and purpose for my life. Help me to hear you well. Give me the grace to obey your directions in my life. In Jesus' name, amen. Mom, that's such a great prayer. Inviting God to be a part of our daily life. Transformation. Totally. Transformation. Totally. And you're more sensitive to hear. You know, my husband and I wanted a child, but all the doctors said we couldn't have a baby. And so they said, you know, it's impossible. Adopt, but don't think you're going to have a baby. But my husband held on to that. And he believed that God would give us a, a baby and it would be a natural born baby, not just to adopt. And he really believed. And we were married 13 years and I began to have some changes in my body. And so I finally went to a doctor and he said, what do you think? I said, I think I'm pregnant. He examined me. He said, no, you're not pregnant. It's impossible for you to have a child. That didn't bother my husband at all because he had a dream. He had a vision. When you hold on to the supernatural and not just the natural, God can move in ways you'd be shocked. Well, I'm feeling life. Go to another doctor. He said, this is a five and a half month pregnancy and here is Sarah. But my husband held on to that dream. Yep. He didn't quit. Thank goodness. <laughs> I'm grateful for dad. Yeah. And so I just say that to you. Don't quit. Now call us. Maybe you're believing for a child or one of your children or grandchildren to have a child. Well, call us for prayer. Let us stand with you in faith. And I want to say these very strong words to you. Don't quit. I like to say this to myself because sometimes it looks very discouraging. The game is not over till I win. And if you quit too soon, you could miss maybe the greatest miracle that God has for you. 
because the circumstances are bad. Her husband was old, you know, didn't look like it could happen, but it happened. We're going to be right back with some of the most marvelous truths you've ever received. Do you feel like there is a deeper meaning to your dreams? Have you ever awakened from a dream with a deep burning conviction that your dream will come to pass? Sometimes it can be hard to understand the true meaning of your dreams, and you may wonder if your dream came from God. Today is the day to discover the spiritual meaning of your dreams. In this special offer, Marilyn will show you how to recognize God's Word in your dreams and hold on to them. For your gift of $20, we will send you Marilyn's Dreams and Visions CD set, Hold On to Your Dreams booklet, and Spiritual Life Confession card to help you hold true to your dreams and see His Word in them. Your dreams are not meaningless, so don't be afraid to dream beyond the impossible. The Bible is filled with stories of God speaking through dreams, and your dreams may be no different. See His hand in your dream and find the spiritual conviction that you've been looking for. Call or click today to receive this special gift. I am always having people come to me and say, when are you going to take a team to Australia? When are you going to go to Australia? I mean, they focus on Australia. So Sarah and I are focusing on taking a team to Australia. And we would love for you to go. And when we go, you know, we see many things, and that's good. Ayers Rock and so on, Great Barrier Reef. But we minister. So we have opportunities to minister. And I don't like to minister alone. I like to have a whole team with me. How about you? It's good. And Mom, not only are we going to Australia, but we're also going to Singapore. Right. And we're going to have some ministry opportunities in Singapore and see some cool things in Singapore too. Such a beautiful, beautiful country. So I want to encourage you, hop on the phone, get on the website. Number one, we want to pray for you. But number two, we want to encourage you to come along and join this trip with us. It's going to be the trip of a lifetime. It'll turn you upside down. You'll never be the same. We're talking today about dreams and visions, things that God has put in our heart that seem totally impossible. And Mom, when we talk about dreams and visions, this is such a great, great teaching that you've done. Uh, two CDs uh, by you on dreams and visions. Right. So I just encourage you, get on the phone, get on the website, grab these CDs because it'll really help you. One of the things I love about CDs is you can plug them in in the car, then whoever rides with you gets to enjoy the experience with you as you listen to them. So grab these CDs and, and this will really help you and encourage you with the dreams and visions that God has put in your heart. And when we look at the Shunammite woman, you know, she had a dream, you know, about having a baby boy. Her husband was too old. Then God gives her because of Elisha, you know, prophecy gives her a baby boy, but then there's a little bit of a challenge with the with this boy. What happens, Mom? Well, he's out working in the field with his father, and he dropped, well, he didn't drop dead, but he got very, very sick. So they brought the boy to her, sat him on her knees, so he's probably eight or nine years old, and he dies there. Mm -hmm. So imagine holding this child that you never thought you'd get to have, and then he dies on your lap. And so, in a sense, she's holding a dead dream, but she doesn't quit. Tell us what is on your heart about this, because there's something God gave you on this I just love. Well, the, one of the things is, when you look at the way she behaves, she doesn't wallow in the discouragement. She doesn't wallow in the emotions. Look at the way she talks to her husband. Mm -hmm. um, she puts the little boy, puts his body on Elisha's bed, mm -hmm. which is a place of faith, you know. Right. Um, and then also, uh, she goes to find Elisha, 
And when Gehazi, Elisha's servant, meets her, she doesn't tell him what's going on. So you never see her have an emotional breakdown, an outburst. She doesn't get all, you know, she doesn't let the discouragement and the emotions overwhelm or control her. But when she does fall apart is when she sees Elisha. True. And she absolutely, completely, you know, falls at his feet, and this is awful, and this is, you know, just brutal. And you may be watching right now, maybe you've had some very, very discouraging news. Like this woman who, who her baby dies. You've had some discouraging news maybe from a mate, a discouraging news from a doctor or from an employment situation, from a schooling situation. I want to encourage you to get on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you. But I would also say, I would encourage you strongly, grab this CD set, two CDs on Dreams and Visions by Mom. Totally powerful. And we'll encourage you, especially in a very discouraging hours, we'll very much encourage you that God is alive and well and moving in the dreams and visions that He's put in your heart and not just the ones you have, but God's dreams and visions. So get on the phone, grab the CDs. Those will be super helpful. And you know, Mom, when she fell at, at, at Elisha's feet, Elisha said, okay, Gehazi, take my staff, go back, you know, and put it on the boy. And, and she just doesn't settle for that. No. She does something. She kind of pushes the envelope. What does she do? Well, I like this, and you have said this to me. She didn't bury her dream. And I think timing will cause you to bury your dreams sometimes. You just think, well, I've waited so long, you know, it's just not going to happen. My mate hasn't gotten saved, or my kids are still in drugs, or all this kind of a mess. And that's what I like about this. Time cannot steal your dream. Only you can let it go. And I share that with you. And maybe you feel like you just let it go. Can God resurrect your dream? I'm telling you, this account in the Bible says that he can for 19 years, I believed to have a healing meeting in Ethiopia. And it didn't happen, didn't happen. And finally, I just thought, forget it. It's not going to happen. And Sarah said to me, Mom, have you given up on Ethiopia? Don't you live what you teach? Ugh. And you know it happened. And we had 40,000 in the stadium. See, we cannot give up. And don't let time steal your dreams. What I see in this woman, she didn't know how to quit. She knew how to believe, and she knew the right way to go for the supernatural. She didn't go to her husband. She didn't go to Gehazi. She went to Elisha, and I feel that's very key. So call us. Get this. I would suggest you get two, because people need this kind of teaching so much. They're so discouraged, and God can bring resurrection. It's true, and that's exactly what happened with the Shunammite woman. Yes. Elisha went back. And Elisha went up into the room where he, she had made for him, and he kicks everybody out of the room. Right. Has a little boy laying down on the bed, and it says that Elisha laid on the boy, uh, mouth to mouth, no snow. I mean, it's kind of, you read it, and you're like, wow, yeah. That's kind of weird. I mean, I read it, uh, maybe <laughs> skip that part. But nevertheless, the little boy gets raised from the dead. Right. And then he calls in the Shunammite woman. Then he calls in his servant, Gehazi, and says, here, take your son. And then in verse 37, this is 2 Kings 4:37. She went in and fell at Elisha's feet, bowed herself to the ground, and took up her son and went out. Her re resurrection son. Oh, my goodness. I just encourage you. Grab these, TV, these CD uh, teachings. Oh, my goodness. Dreams and visions. Because some of you need resurrection. You need some life. You need some encouragement. You need somebody to speak faith into your life for the dreams that God has put in your heart. 
These are super, super essential for you. So get on the phone, get on the website. These will be a huge resource to encourage you in the dreams and visions that God has given you. Because this woman, she didn't quit. She didn't give up. I think she was deeply moved and hurt, of course. She lost her son, her dream son. But God has resurrection, Mom. He is a resurrective God. And Luke one thirty-seven, nothing is impossible with God. And you just make a decision. I'm not going to give up. You know, I'm not going to quit. The game is not over till I win. And that's why I like to offer something to you that will help you beyond this program to take hold and keep... Keep it there until you see a manifestation of that dream. And stay in the spiritual. Stay in a relationship with God. She knew Elisha had faith for her to have this son. Now Elisha would have to have faith to raise the son. And the son is raised. And I love this. In chapter 8, there's a continuation of it. Evidently, her husband dies. And Elisha says, there's a drought coming. Better leave for seven years. She leaves her farm she leaves everything, she and her son, they go and live apart. Then she comes back. Well, you know, the government took her farm and has used it, you know, gotten profit from it. And so she appears before the king and Elisha just happens to appear. Gehazi. Gehazi, Gehazi was, was there talking to the king and telling yes. the king about all the amazing miracles right. and telling the king, Gehazi at that moment was telling the king about the Shunammite woman when she walks in the door. You talk about divine timing. Oh, man. And God knows how to do divine timing because the king is so touched by this miracle. See, miracles move people. How can you argue with a miracle? A fulfilled dream is a miracle from the hand of God. And so the king says, wow, we've used your farm for seven years. We need to pay you for all that we have gotten off your property. Gives her the property and the profit they've made for seven years. This woman and her son came out smelling like a rose. You know, I want you to call in and get this. God doesn't want you to quit until you win. These are words that will help you hold on, like the words of Elisha, like the words of the woman, you know, and even Gehazi, who wasn't much of a believer, being there at that time to talk to the king. The timing of God. You say, well, it hadn't happened. Well, hasn't happened. Are you going to let time steal that away from you? No, you're not going to. And you can feel free to call us with your dreams that you may have felt are just dead. And let's believe God for a resurrection in those. And Sarah and I, we just don't know how to give up, do we? No. But you know, it was interesting with uh, Jesus in John chapter 11, Martha and Mary, the sisters to Lazarus. They had sent to Jesus and said, Lazarus is really sick. Please come and heal him. Jesus waited on purpose and let Lazarus die. And both Martha and Mary said to Jesus when he finally came, if you had been here, he wouldn't have died. Mm -hmm. And Jesus is like, yeah, that's my point. I'm not here only to heal. I'm here to raise from mm -hmm. the dead. And he says that to Martha. He says, I am the resurrection and the life. And if you're in a situation where it seems absolutely dead, then Jesus is the resurrection and the life. So get on the phone. We want to pray for you. Get on the website. Maybe there's dreams that seem dead to you, dreams from God that are dead, dreams that seem to be kind of, 
you know, on the back burner, or they've been, been put on ice, you know. <laughs> They're back in the morgue somewhere. But God is a God of resurrection. Jesus said, I am the resurrection life. So get on the phone, get on the website. We want to pray for you that God would raise your, de your dreams from the dead. Don't bury your dream. Like the Shunammite woman, she didn't bury her boy. She put him on the bed, and she held on to faith and said, God, I trust you that you're bigger than death. You're bigger than impossibility, that nothing is impossible with God. So get on the phone. Make sure you grab these CDs. They'll be a tremendous resource for you. Get on the website. Remember, God is a God of the impossible, and He makes dreams and visions possible in our life. Do you feel like there is a deeper meaning to your dreams? Have you ever awakened from a dream with a deep, burning conviction that your dream will come to pass? Sometimes it can be hard to understand the true meaning of your dreams, and you may wonder if your dream came from God. Today is the day to discover the spiritual meaning of your dreams. In this special offer, Marilyn will show you how to recognize God's Word in your dreams and hold on to them. For your gift of $20, we will send you Marilyn's Dreams and Visions CD set, Hold On To Your Dreams booklet, and Spiritual Life Confession Card to help you hold true to your dreams and see His Word in them. Your dreams are not meaningless, so don't be afraid to dream beyond the impossible. The Bible is filled with stories of God speaking through dreams, and your dreams may be no different. See His hand in your dream and find the spiritual conviction that you've been looking for. Call or click today to receive this special gift. Did you ever feel like you needed a built-in repair job? You know, you say, you know, I got so many problems inside, so many problems in my head, you know, so many problems physically. Oh, if I just had something inside to help me. Well, I have such good news for you. You can have a built-in repair shop in you because Jesus Christ, when he comes into your heart, he is the hope of glory. Now, you may say, well, I know about him. I know the name, but do you have him? Because I knew about him. I went to church and I heard about Jesus. I knew stories about Jesus, but I didn't know I could invite him to come into my heart and he would come in and never leave me. So when I was 16 years old, I heard a Baptist minister say, you can have Jesus in you. You can have Christ in you, the hope of glory. And he told us how to do it. And so we repented of our sins. We believed that Jesus died for us and shed his blood and arose from the dead.
We invited him to come in and be Lord of our lives. And let me tell you, I was 16. I'm now 83 and a half. He has never left me. He is Christ in me, the hope of glory. He is in me, the built-in repair, and he will be the same for you. Put your hand on the screen if you've never prayed this prayer or you need just to recommit. Say, Father, I know you love me. You have a wonderful plan for my life. I repent of all my sins. I have faith in the blood of Jesus who died and arose from the dead for me. Jesus, come into my heart. Be Lord of my life. Thank you for saving me. Hey, call right away and tell us about Jesus. Thank you.